Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. And today, I hope introverted couples considering pregnancy hear this. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I do these solo episodes where I don't have a guest, I usually re record the entire episode three to four times. And I am going to say that this is the fourth time recording this. I don't know why. When I have a conversation with someone in front of me, it's not like I'm perfect, but I'm more okay with those imperfections. But when I am talking by myself, I I think I tend to just trail off and get distracted and talk about things that are not on topic or on point, as kids these days would say. So I end up deleting, re-recording, deleting, re-recording. And this is, I believe this is trial four. Let's see how far I get before I I decide I need to delete it or anything like that. So anyways, if you are a new listener, thank you for listening. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the community. I call it a community because I love engaging with everybody. I love engaging with you through email, through voice messages, whatever it may be. In fact, two episodes ago when I talked to Jim about Avengers Endgame, Paul, a listener, actually responded or sent me some feedback through voice messages. And I was able to create a midweek episode where I literally took his voice messages and responded point by point to the things that he he commented on or asked about so that was really fun if you guys ever want to do that with an older episode or a new episode whichever episode you choose you can send me voice messages and i again like that like the ad in the beginning of the episode says i might put it on a future episode and you you might be able to have a more concrete conversation so that's cool Uh, I'm going to shift gears now and go into the topic of today because that is what you are here for, I think. I hope. Who knows? For those of you who are new, again, (laughs) I'm going to address the new people, the new listeners again, but in a different way because returning listeners or, or I guess regular listeners might know that I am or I and my wife we are expecting a child within the next four to five weeks. So if you're new, you probably didn't know that. And now you know because I said it. And so that's important for today's episode because I'm going to be talking about some of the things I've learned being part of a pregnant couple. It's weird to say that because I'm not pregnant. My wife is definitely pregnant. But there are things that I've experienced, I've observed being the husband of a pregnant person. And not only that, I think there are things that are advantageous and disadvantageous because I'm an introvert. Both my wife and I are introverts. So being that we tend to be, we tend to keep to ourselves socially sometimes in large groups, there are things that we've observed that pregnancy can do for us can be beneficial to for us and also 
not beneficial, harmful. Well, not harmful, but detrimental to our social well-being. So let me get into that. I'm going to break it up into two sections. I'll give you one pro, one con. And in the second section, I'll give you another pro and another con. So first of all, first pro of being part of a pregnant couple is that you always have something to talk about. Because if you're an introvert, you know that there are things that induce social anxiety. And one of those things is not having anything to talk about after meeting someone, right? You meet someone and you don't know what to ask, what to say. You don't, you're not really good at small talk. Then it can be a very unpleasant and hellish experience, right? So when you're pregnant, that really doesn't happen because the first thing they ask is, oh, you're, you're expecting or, oh, I heard you're expecting if, if the wife is not showing yet or if the the lady is not showing yet, they'll say something polite like that, right? And you'll be able to kind of jump off that point and dive into whatever conversation you want regarding the pregnancy. And so that social anxiety of needing to think about a question while they are answering the previous question you asked doesn't really, that gets thrown out the window. And if you don't know what I'm talking about because you're not an introvert, when I talk to someone who is not a close friend of mine, I'll ask a simple small talk question like, hey, how are you doing? And while they are answering that question, my mind is going a thousand miles per minute trying to figure out what question to ask next. Again, extroverts won't be able to relate to this because you guys enjoy small talk, but for someone like me who only really enjoys deep, intimate conversations. That's that's one thing a lot of people I don't think know about introverts is that we do like conversations, just not the shallow, small talk type. So for someone who's not comfortable with those quick, small talky conversations, it's awesome that you always have a topic that you can kind of pull out of your pocket and discuss. In fact, today I went into the office and had lunch with several of my coworkers, and there was never really a moment of awkward, painful silence because they had the ever so useful question, hey, how's your wife doing? And I was able to answer, oh, she's doing great, and talk a little bit about how the pregnancy is going. So it really kills any instances of awkward silence between both parties. So that's, that is one pro. For the con, it's actually the same thing. You always have something to talk about. Because although having the question or having the topic of pregnancy as a crutch is useful, it can also be used against you by social energy vampires, the SCVs, the, that, that's what I call extroverts because they are, they always suck the energy out of me. And they seem to be energized by sucking the energy out of me, right? So there's a, I don't know, it, it might not be scientific, but there seems to be a transfer of energy there. So I will call them vampires. And they use this topic kind of abusively sometimes. They'll, they'll, take, a, they, they'll take advantage of it. They'll always ask, oh, how's the pregnancy going? Good. Oh, is it, how is it, are you ready? 
you know, and tell me more about it. And they'll keep the conversation going long past its expiration date, long past the natural cutoff time. Because as painful and awkward as some of these silences can be, they're useful sometimes in ending a conversation and forcing one of two part one of the two parties to walk away. Either you can walk away during this com- this uncomfortable pause or they'll walk away. Right? So, it's useful sometimes. But when there is this topic that is always available to talk about, conversations can go on much longer than they need to and it can be very tiring. Because Again, today, when I went to the office, there are moments where I would have been okay kind of sitting in the corner in silence while my coworkers talked. But naturally, some of the attention came to me because they all know that I'm pregnant. And I don't know, they think that it's polite to ask about the pregnancy. Maybe it is. But I had to answer all these questions. I had to talk about these things that I didn't that weren't as socially fulfilling as it was for them because most of them are are extroverts so it is a double-edged sword it's it's very dangerous you you can use it as a crutch but beware it can be used against you people can use it to corner you into a corner (laughs) is that right corner you into a corner I guess, trap you into a corner and then suck the conversation out of you to make you until you are dry and useless. That's what these social energy vampires do. So, yeah, be careful who you tell about your pregnancy. It's inevitable that some of them will find out just because of physical differences. But, you know, if you can, as long as you can hide it, hide it. Use it as a crutch for sure if you need to, but yeah, it's, it's dangerous. It can both be good and harmful. <sighs> Just talking about this makes me tired, so I, I will take a break. I will be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. And on to the promised second set of uh, pro and con of being an introverted couple while pregnant. The first pro I think is kind of the greatest pro of all time because as an introvert, think about how often you wanted to leave something early, like an event or a party or gathering, but you don't really have a good reason to leave. So you stick it out, right? And also because you don't want to offend the host of the event. You just stay there, right? Think about the last birthday party that you were at. If your f- friend, who's whoever's birthday it was, has a bunch of other friends and it's a huge gathering of a lot of strangers, then your tank will deplete much faster than any other situation, right? So, so depending on the balance of strangers versus close friends, if it tips towards close friends, then your tank of social energy drains much slower, but if it's tipped toward the favor of strangers, then your social energy tank depletes like that, right? I don't know if you heard that, but I just snapped like that. 
So when you're in a situation where your close friend is either the host or the person being celebrated at that event, you don't want to leave early because you want to show how much you care for them and how much you love them. But again, when there are strangers there, you can't help but feel drained. You can't help but feel like you want to go home, right? And so I'm sure in extroverts don't can't relate to this at all, but introverts, I'm sure there are many of you out there who stuck it out because of your loyalty to your friend or family. But when you're part of a pregnant couple, you have a get-out-of-jail-free card. You can use that baby to leave any event or straight out not attend these events if so desired. And that's a beautiful thing. I don't want to make it seem like I'm using my you know, unborn child as an excuse to not do things that I, want to, I don't want to do, but that is definitely what I'm talking about. So when you don't want to be at a party because it's not comfortable for you, just say something like, oh, I'm so sorry, my wife is not feeling well, and so we got to go home. Or you can, if you're there by yourself, you can say something like, oh, my wife is waiting at home, and I got to go pick up this obscure food item for her because she's having a weird craving. When you say things like that, unless your friend is a completely inconsiderate jerk, they'll typically say, oh, yeah, of course, go ahead, and they won't hold it against you at all. Because it's normal for pregnant people to need to go home or feel discomfort and need to go rest. So there usually aren't any clarifying questions. People don't really probe. People don't really question that. And you're, you can go home scot-free. No hard feelings. They won't say, they won't think anything like, oh, do they not like me? Did I offend them? Or anything like that. There's, there's no negatives here there's no consequences so you can just you know whatever you're at wherever you're at if you're bored if it's not appealing to you if if you're not being entertained just say oh i'm so sorry my wife needs to go home and leave and get out of there and go do whatever you want uh i i will let me make a disclaimer here if you are a friend or family and i left your party or gathering or event early I did not, I, I didn't use an excuse. I'm not, I genuinely needed to leave because Shirley was not feeling well and we needed to go home. This is just all hypothetical. I'm just saying I've observed, I've noticed that when I do use the completely truthful reasoning, oh, my wife isn't feeling well, that people don't question it. So I'm just saying that you know, it's, 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 but there's a potential there. Uh, I could have, if I wanted to, I could have used that as an excuse. Um, so yeah, if I, of course, didn't do it, it, it's not me. I don't do that kind of stuff. But if you were so inclined and you are a pregnant introverted couple, you could use your unborn child as an excuse to get out of things and go home. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying I've, I've noticed that you probably could. And another thing that my wife actually told me is related to this in the same vein is that she gets a 
a lot of slack at work when she comes in late or she has to leave early. People don't really question it. When she comes in late, people assume that it's probably because she was having struggles with morning sickness or something like that. And if she leaves early, they assume it's because of doctor's appointments or something of that nature. So, yeah, going to things late and leaving things early is a huge pro of being pregnant. So, moving on to the con, the negative, or the second negative of being a pregnant introverted couple is that there are a bunch of things that you have to do that you probably didn't realize beforehand. So the two things that come to mind for me are hospital tours and pediatrician visits. And I had actually had zero idea that these things needed to happen before having the baby. No one really told me about it, but they can be brutal because if you think about someone who give, who, someone who is giving a hospital tour or a pediatrician meeting people who are about to give birth, they tend to schedule people in clumps, right? So unless you live in some super small town or somewhere like that, you're probably not the only couple who's pregnant at that time. So when you go on hospital tours, it's usually with a group of other pregnant people or pregnant couples. And also when you go to these pediatrician visits, it's with other pregnant people trying to meet their pediatrician. So when Shirley and I went to our hospital tour, we were with, I think, three other couples. And there are moments where we are put in these waiting rooms to wait for the first of all, the tour guide or, or things like that, where it, it gets so awkward and you have to mingle. You're kind of forced into a mingling situation because there's this common ground already established, right? Everyone there is either pregnant or the partner of a pregnant person. So because of this established common ground, the extroverts of the group will immediately strike up conversation and introverts kind of get sucked into those conversations with complete strangers and people who you'll probably never see again. So that, that gets really rough. That gets tough to do because, again, introverts, we don't really like that. But you're forced into the situation and you have to do it. And it's not just one time. It's multiple, multiple occasions. Because the pediatrician visit, I had no idea about this, but apparently even before the baby's born, you have to decide which pediatrician he or she is going to be going to. Uh, I just thought that when you're sick, you go to doctors. But before you are born, there's an assignment of the doctor that you'll be seeing for the rest of your early childhood. Yeah, and that's that's weird. But apparently, it's that's what the that's what's best for the baby. So. Yeah, we, we went on this pediatrician visit, but the pediatrician scheduled it so that it was three couples at once. So including my wife and I, there were two, two other couples. And our schedule was supposed to be we meet the pediatrician at five, but he was like 15 minutes late. It felt like two hours to me, but 
when I checked the time, it was only 15 minute, 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, we had to sit in this tiny room with two other couples, again, forced into this mingling situation where we needed to talk about, oh, what's the gender of your baby? Or do you know which hospital you're going to deliver at? Or who is your doctor? Or like, have you thought about names? Or are you guys ready? All these things with complete strangers who, again, will probably never see or meet again. And it's just so socially draining. So the it's a it's a huge con. It was, I think, more shocking and worse for me because I didn't expect it. If I knew that I would be put into these weird social situations because of my of my child, I think I could have been a little bit more prepared in my heart, at least like emotionally prepared to do to do these things but i had no idea like with the pediatrician visit we only found out because we went to the hospital tour and they showed us the forms that we'll be filling out and on the bottom we have to fill out the name and hospital of a pediatrician and we were like oh we don't know yet and they said oh it's okay you can find out after you go on your pediatrician visits yeah you have to go on multiple you have to apparently find a pediatrician that you match well with again i thought the relationship between patient and doctor was strictly just heal me but again apparently they encourage some sort of relationship there which is baffling to me but i guess that's good medicine so yeah there's if if you're not completely set on a hospital if there are multiple options for you, then you have to go to multiple hospital tours. And if you don't like the pediatricians that you meet, then you have to go to multiple pediatrician visits. And there are classes too. There are so many classes on like breastfeeding. There's a baby's essentials class. There's there's this baby CPR thing. There's so many different situations where you're packed into a room with other pregnant couples and if you're unlucky enough to be in the proximity of an extrovert they will engage in conversation with you and they will suck the energy right out of you and i I think for me that's actually been the toughest part of this whole pregnancy process thus far of course as the husband as the male i there's not really much for me to have discomfort over. I mean, my wife is doing the hard work of carrying our child for the past eight months, but my wife hasn't been, I mean, she, yeah, there are days where I would have to go out at night to get her something she was craving and things like that. But man, this, this mingling with complete strangers thing that I have to do, that's, that's really been, that's really been the hardest thus far. So yeah, if you, are a pregnant couple and you resonated with the things I said, if you agreed or if you disagreed with anything I said, please give me some feedback. I want to know if there are additional pros and cons that I am not aware of or I I didn't mention on this episode. Again, send me feedback, whether it's through email at ihthtpodcast at gmail.com, which is I hope they hear this abbreviated podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send me a voice message through the Anchor app or the Anchor website. 
or you can comment on my Instagram page, which is just, I hope they hear this. So many different ways to reach out, many different ways to continue this dialogue. So let's take advantage of it. Please feel free to send me any and all feedback, even if it's negative. I've received plenty of negative feedback from friends and family, so you won't hurt my feelings. If you don't agree with things I say, that's totally fine. I actually prefer those comments and feedback because I want to learn. If, if some of the things I say are erroneous, I want to know and be corrected. I am very coachable. I, I want to learn. I am open. I am somewhat open-minded. So yeah, any feedback, please direct it toward my way. And before I completely sign off for today, I want to do a corner that was kind of unofficial, but I want to make it official today. I'm going to call this corner the local talent highlight, where I spend some time talking about local talent in the Atlanta metro area, people doing cool things kind of on the local level. And I want to highlight them because I feel like you, the listener, deserve to know about the cool things that are happening. The The person I want to talk about today is James Rowe, who I consider a community builder. He created a community called the Atlanta Run Club. You can find them on Instagram at Atlanta Run Club. And it's just a gathering of runners. Even if you're not a super diehard athletic runner type, don't feel intimidated because there are plenty of people who don't really run, who just kind of want to start having an active lifestyle. Um, and it's, it's more about community building than, than the actual running. So yeah, you should come out and check them out. In fact, a, a great place to do that will be at the Buhai 5K, the Buford Highway 5K. If you are, if you've, if are, if you are an Asian American and you've been in Atlanta for a while, then you know kind of the OG Asian area, the Asian part of, of Buford Highway, like where the food terminal is. I believe that's where they'll be holding the 5K. So go check out their Instagram. You'll be able to register for the run. Unfortunately, the I just checked and the early registration ends today of the, the moment of my recording. So by the time you hear this, it, it will be over, but regular registration is still open. So you guys should check it out. The dates are from June 21st to June 23rd. It's several events going on and the actual run is on the June, June 23rd. So go check out the Instagram and learn about it and, and you should attend. I unfortunately won't be there because my wife will be like a few days away from her due date. So I probably will be in the hospital, but yeah, go check it out. Get connected with the Atlanta run club. And if you want to learn more about it, this is kind of a twofer, go check out the KTL podcast. I talked about them in a previous episode, but yeah, I mean, I, I do want to give a disclaimer that they do use explicit language. I feel compelled to do that just because this podcast doesn't use any explicit language, so I don't want to like, I don't know. I'm just, just just letting you know. But James Rowe is actually on that podcast twice, and the latest episode where where he's a guest, he talks about the Buhai 5K and all about Atlanta Run Club. So go check out that episode if you want to learn more straight from the horse's mouth. 
the horse being James. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate every single one of you. And if there's ever any suggestions about topics that you want me to talk about, let me know. And I'll try to find people who know more about it than me and we can have a lively discussion. And if you are actually somewhat a subject, I mean, you don't have to be like an expert expert, but if you know something and you want people to know uh, a certain about a certain topic, please let me know. I, I am open to having people, new people on as guests whenever and all the time. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening once more. I have been David. I have been your host. I am David, and I'll talk to you next time.